0: This episode is brought to you by the Tagalog word, Likha. 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 Likha is spelled as L-I-K-H-A. It means creation, inventing out of something or out of nothing. Again, that's Likha. On this lesson, we'll talk about an important aspect in Tagalog language, that seems to be ignored in a lot of Filipino language courses. This is an episode that you need to mark. Live from my apartment along a really busy road in Casan City, Philippines, this is Go Filipino! Welcome to Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. On this episode, we will tackle the foundation you need to create a Tagalog sentence, which is unfortunately overlooked by many Tagalog lessons out there. I'm talking about markers. Before we begin, I am deeply grateful to all who have sent wonderful reviews about this podcast. I have even received this really sweet message on Facebook from Cheryl who is based in the U.S., she wrote, I just listened to your first lesson, and I'm so glad I found your podcast. I mixed Filipino and white. And although my mom, who is Filipina, attempted to teach me Tagalog when I was little, I just didn't pick it up. I'm in my mid-30s now, and was looking for anything that could help me get closer to that side of my heritage. I really appreciate how you started from vowels and consonants, and how you spell the words and repeat the sentences. When my budget allows, I'll be happy to donate to support your efforts for your podcast. Thank you so much. Salamat po. She even proposed this amazing suggestion for this podcast. So, Cheryl, I've said this before, but thank you very much for your amazing feedback. Your suggestion will debut after Lesson 6. If I were you guys, I'd listen to the lessons all over again. But stick with me here first. You can also leave a five-star review later on Apple Podcast, even if you're listening elsewhere, as well as subscribing to my Patreon. Get early access to all ad-free episodes, among other perks. Check out Patreon. That's P A T R E O N. Dot com slash GoFilipinoPod for details on how to support this podcast for as little as one dollar. All right. Time to grab your pen and paper. We'll begin the lesson after this break. Hey guys, this section is where I would talk about amazing offers and promos. In order to make these ads relevant to you, we need to show to advertisers what piques your interest. Go to bit.ly B-I-T slash G O F I L I P I N O. S-U-R-V-E-Y It only takes a couple of minutes to complete and it's completely anonymous. Again, that's bit.ly slash GoFilipinaSurvey Let's go straight to our lesson. What are markers? They work like articles in the English language like Z, A, and N. They are words that come before nouns or noun phrases, but, unlike the English articles that merely modify the nouns that come after them as definite or indefinite, the Tagalog markers indicate the nouns' roles in a sentence. One noun can portray the role of the sentence's focus, it can point out its relationship with other nouns, or can lead to directions and locations. It will all make sense later. Markers are divided into three categories. Focus, relational, and locative. Focus markers consist of ang, si, and sina. Ang, si, sina. Ang, si, sina. As their category suggests, they mark a word that is the focus of the sentence. The first focus marker is ang. 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 Ang is spelled as A-N-G. Ang comes before the focus noun, except if it is a name of a person. For example, kumain ng bata. Kumain ng bata. Kumain ng bata. It means the child ate. Word for word, it's kumain ang bata. Kumain ang bata. Kumain ang, bata. Kumain ang Bata. The first word is kumain. 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 Kumain is spelled as K-U-M-A-I-N. It means ate. As in, the child finished eating. The next word is ang, which serves as the focus marker for its next word, bata. Bata, bata, bata is spelled as B-A-T-A. It means child. In the sentence "kumain ng bata," the focus is the child. You may be wondering, isn't focus the same as subject? Well, not really. We'll delve into that later. Again, the sentence is "kumain ang bata." Ang also works as a noun definitizer, kinda like how the article Z works, especially in sentences that require modalities, which means they come with verbs that indicate wants or obligations. For example, gusto ng bata ang mansanas. Gusto ng bata ang mansanas. Gusto ng bata ang mansanas. It means the child likes the apple. Word for word, it's gusto. NANG BATA ANG MANSANAS GUSTO NANG BATA ANG MANSANAS GUSTO NANG BATA ANG MANSANAS The first word is GUSTO. GUSTO 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 is spelled as G-U-S-T-O It means like. We borrowed it from Spanish. Gusto is an example of a modal verb, as in M-O-D-A-L, verb, because it indicates what the focus of the sentence wants. The second word is NANG. 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 NANG is spelled as NG. It is the anti-focus marker. A complete opposite of ang. Nang is part of another group of markers that we'll discuss later on. It indicates that the noun after it isn't the focus of the sentence. In this case it's bata, 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 or child, which is the actor of this sentence but it is not the focus. This is in contrast to its English translation wherein the subject is the child. This is why the focus of a Tagalog sentence works differently compared to the subject of an English sentence. The focus of this sentence is ang mansanas. Ang mansanas. Ang mansanas. So it consists of ang and mansanas. 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 Mansanas is spelled as M-A-N-S-A. N-A-S. It means apple. It indicates that the child doesn't just like an apple. The child likes the apple Again, the sentence is, Gusto ng bata ang mansanas. Alright, on to the next focus marker, which is C. 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 C is spelled as S-I. It works like A-N-G. But only before a person's name. For example, Sumayau si Chris. Sumayau si Chris. Sumayau si Chris. It means Chris danced. Word for word it's Sumayau si Chris. Sumayau si Chris. Sumayau si Chris. Chris." The first word is Sumayau. Sumayaw, sumayaw, sumayaw is spelled as S-U-M-A-Y-A-W. It means danced, as in the dancing was finished. The next word is C. 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 Indicating that the focus of this sentence is Chris. Again, the sentence is Sumayaw si Chris. If the focus of the sentence involves two or more names, C si will not cut it. Instead, you use sina. 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 Sina is spelled as S-I-N-A. It is the plural form of C. Si. For example, Comantasina Chris Atraja. Comantasina Chris Atraja. Comantasina Chris Atraja. It means Chris and Raja sang. Word for word it's Kumanta Sina Chris At Raja Kumanta Sina Chris At Raja Komanta Sina Chris At Raja The first word is Kumanta Kumanta Kumanta. Kumanta is spelled as K-U-M-A-N-T-A. It means sang, as in the two have finished singing. The next word, sina, indicates that the focus of this sentence is Chris and Raja. The two names are connected by at. 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 At, at is spelled as A T. It means, and, as in, Chris at Raja. Again, the sentence is, Kumanta sina Chris at Raja. We'll talk about the other markers after this break. Welcome back to Go Filipino. The next set of markers is called relational markers. It consists of, Nang, Ni and Nina. Nang, Ni, Nina. Nang, Ni, Nina. They provide the relationship of the nouns they introduce to the rest of the sentence, especially the focus. The first relational marker is Nang. 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 Which we learned a while ago as the opposite of Ang. Nang indicates that the noun that follows it is not the focus of the sentence. There is no direct translation of nang in English. Its exact meaning depends on the situation or context of the sentence. Nang has three functions in a Tagalog sentence. First, it indicates possession. If a noun comes before nang and then followed by another noun, the first noun is the thing that is possessed or owned, and then the second noun is the possessor or owner. With Nang right in between them to display that relationship. For example, Bumukas ang pinto ng bahay. Bumukas ang pinto ng bahay. Bumukas ang pinto ng bahay. It means, The door of the house opened. Word for word, it's Bumukas ang pinto ng bahay. Bumukas Ang pinto nang bahay. Bumukas ang pinto nang bahay. The first word is bumukas. 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 Bumukas is spelled as B U M U K A S. It means opened as in, the opening happened. The next word is ang, 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 which indicates that the focus of the sentence comes after it, which is pinto, pinto, pinto. Pinto is spelled as P-I-N-T-O. It means door. The next word is nang, nang, nang. The anti-focus marker. Since a noun comes before nang, it indicates that the door is owned by what nang comes after. In this case, it's bahay. 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 Bahay is spelled as B-A-H-A-Y. It means house. Take note of the phrase pinto ng bahay. Pinto ng bahay pinto ng bahay. it means door of the house the house owns the door again the sentence is bumukas pinto ng bahay the second function of nang is marking the direct object of a sentence if it is not the focus a direct object is the receiver of the action the one that receives the verb for example bumili ang bata ng lapis BUMILI ANG BATA NANG LAPIS BUMILI ANG BATA NANG LAPIS It means, the child bought a pencil. Word for word it's, BUMILI ANG BATA NANG LAPIS BUMILI ANG BATA NANG LAPIS BUMILI ANG BATA NANG lapis. LAPIS The first word is, BUMILI Bumili. Bumili. Bumili is spelled as B-U-M-I-L-I. It means bought. The action of buying has been completed. The next word is ang. 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 The focus marker for bata. 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 Which is the child who also serves as the actor of this sentence, meaning the one who commits the verb. After that is NANG. 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 NANG is the antifocus marker performing its role as an indicator for direct object, which is LAPIS. 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 LAPIS is spelled as L, A, P. I S, it means pencil, which is the recipient of the child's act of buying. Again, the sentence is, bumili ang bata ng lapis. The third function of Nang is marking the unfocused actor of the sentence. In our previous example, the focus of the sentence is also its actor. In Tagalog language, we can also put the focus on another noun that is not necessarily the actor. Using our previous example, the sentence becomes Dinilin ng bata ang lapis. Dinilin ng bata ang lapis. Dinilin ng bata ang lapis. It means the pencil is bought by the child. Word for word it's "binili nang bata ang lapis. Binili nang bata ang lapis. Binili nang BATA ANG LAPIS The first word is Pinili BINILI. BINILI. BINILI is spelled as B-I-N-I-L-I. It also means BOUGHT. I'll explain why the verb changed from PUMILI to PINILI in a future episode. It is followed up by NANG. NANG NANG, the anti-focus marker, indicating the non-focused actor which is BATA, BATA, BATA. Think of ANG and NANG as an on and off switch. When the noun is on focus mode, the switch is on and the noun comes after ANG. But when it is out of focus, the switch goes off and the noun comes after NANG. After bata, it's ang, 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 which turns its next word, lapis, 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 into focus mode. Again, the sentence is, binili ng bata ang lapis. We'll be back after this break. Back at Go Filipino. We will discuss markers on our next episode. In the meantime, let's recap what we have learned. Markers come before nouns and they indicate the noun's roles within the sentence. Focus markers indicate the focus or the central figure of a Tagalog sentence. It consists of ang, si, and sina. Relational markers, meanwhile, serve as the opposite of focus markers and instead indicate its noun's relationship with other nouns, such as possessions, direct objects, and whether the actor of the verb is not the focus of the sentence. It consists of nang, ni, and nina. Thank you so much for listening to this lesson. I hope you realize how beautiful Tagalog language sounds, and I hope you pass this lesson to a friend or family member who might want to learn a new language. Please follow this podcast on Twitter at GoFilipinoPod or like the Facebook page. Just search for GoFilipino. I leave you now with a Tagalog proverb. Kung ano ang puno, siya rin bunga. Kung ano ang puno, rin ang bunga. Kung ano ang puno, rin ang bunga. It literally means, whatever the tree is, so is the fruit. Its English equivalent is, the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Word for word it's kung ano ang puno siya rin ang bunga Kung ano ang puno siya rin ang bunga Kung ano ang puno siya rin ang bunga Kung ano puno siya rin bunga until next time, paalam. Bye bye This has been Go Filipino. Let's learn Tagalog with me, Chris Andres. For inquiries, email me at gofilipinopod at gmail.com. Special thanks to Kevin MacLeod for the theme song, Rainbows.